Welcome to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast, your best source for information, news, tips, and tricks to get you off the ground running and earn success with your custom apparel decorating business. So get ready to soak up some knowledge. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mark. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 55 of the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast. I'm always I'm always surprised at the number. Yeah, it's I know what we did last week, and yet number 55 still seems like a lot. It's almost older than you. Uh oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> okay, so my name is Mark Stevenson uh, from Colbessi, and this is Mark Vila from Coleman and Company. And today we're here to talk about why you must have ratings and reviews. It's no longer an option, and we're here with Mike Hertz from Shopper Approved, who's an expert on reviews, to talk about this. Yeah, hey, Mike, how you doing? Good morning, guys. Good, how are you? Good. Very good. Well, so um, I had met uh, Mike when we were discussing the ratings and reviews with Coleman and Company, and uh, he taught me a lot of different things, and and in addition to that, he sent me on a spiral of research that I'd kind of been starting a little bit earlier. So um, I have a book in front of me by Jay Bear. It's called Hug Your Haters. Oh, yeah, okay, I love that I book. Grab this. Yeah. I kind of embrace complaints and keep and keep your customers. And um, and I was looking at this beforehand, and, and he has this little chart in here that I always like. He calls it the Hatrix. Oh, yeah, so, that's right. Um, and he talks about just um, how many, you know, the average customer will, you know, will complain about something three and a half times a year, and how it, you know, and and how it's important to address that, um, and things of that nature. And we've been trying to develop that more and more over the past year or so at Coleman and Company and Coldessi. Right. I, and and I just mm-hmm. wanna I just wanna give a plug to Jay Bear. That's spelled B A E R. And he is a. Uh, he also um, wrote a book called Utility, which got us uh, really uh, invested into YouTube advertising. Oh yeah, uh, we've seen him at Social Fresh conferences a couple mm-hmm. of times. He's he's worth following. Yeah, he yeah, he really is. He's, he's got some good stuff to say. He's a really interesting guy, and you'll learn something. And and this book was was part of of what got up got me on the path to meeting Mike. Yeah, and we realized that. You know, positive positive reviews are really important. Yeah. Finding the unhappy people and and helping to make them happy, yeah, uh, is also really and just as important as seeing all, seeing the yeah. five star reviews is amazing. But finding a two star review that you didn't know existed and turning it into a five star experience is just as important. Yeah, I, I will tell you, and I don't know if this is the right time to talk about this, but um, it's been vital to Coldessi. Mm-hmm. I mean, we actually use a, a positive review system where you've probably gotten it if you are already an owner, is that, um, you know, we send out emails requesting reviews every time we complete a support call. Um, and when you purchase a product from us, and we're looking for that one to five stars, a classic kind of review. And honestly, we get literally, I think, 97% of our reviews are four or five stars. So we're very proud of that. But for that other one to three percent, you know, there's a SWAT team of action that takes place yeah. when we get a review that's less than stellar, and it's been important for the quality of our company. Yeah, and, and when we look at 
uh, another influence on us wanting to improve our reviews is something that I hear on the radio and TV, you know, tons of times. I love Geico's advertising. I think they do a okay. great job. People know Geico commercials. They know various Geico. You like lizards, though. You like lizards. Yeah, I like them too. Though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and another, and they they boast about their ninety eight percent customer satisfaction mm-hmm. rating. Um, and I think, and they found out way before I or we did how important the customer satisfaction is. So I guess I'd like to lead into asking just Mike the simple or or, or maybe long answer type of a question, but. Um, how important are reviews based on the knowledge that you have and the experience you have in the review industry? Um, well, in the last few years, I mean, everything has changed with social media, the Internet. You have to have reviews. It, it, it used to be an option, you know, right. but now reviews have become a standard resource for consumers making purchase decisions, and they're no longer an option. It, it's more of an expectation. And you're going to have a brand reputation whether you're collecting reviews proactively or not. If, if you're out there doing business on the Internet now and you're not collecting reviews, eventually, and every retailer, no matter how great they are, is going to have an unsatisfied customer occasionally. And those unsatisfied customers will go out on any number of of websites on the internet and seek them out to leave a reactive low review. Yeah. So if you're not if you're not collecting proactive positive reviews from from your happy customers, you know all it takes is one or two people that to get frustrated and go leave a bad review and suddenly you do a search and you come up with a 1.3 out of 5 and your brand reputation is trashed. Yeah. So I mean, honestly, that that that's one of the things that motivated us to start uh, getting reviews as well. Is is so few happy people will take the time to go onto a review site um, and leave um, a five star review unless you ask them to. You know, right. so all you I end mean, up with is is the haters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so that's and that's actually the business model of a number of our competitors, to where they have this passive, open forum uh, web page where anybody can leave any business a review, like they don't even have to prove they've ever done business with them. Right. So, you know, and they do this so that somebody will, you know, get upset, search it out, leave a bad review, and then you as a business have to then pay them to manage your reviews. Right. Um, my company doesn't do it that way. We don't have any open forum web page. You have to actually be a verified buyer to leave a review because we don't believe in that business model, but I won't get into all that. Yeah, um, but, 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 but I just want to say that that's also something that happens even, even without um, unethical services inspiring bad reviews is that if you have somebody that had a bad experience with, with your company, um, they may be vindictive enough to recruit their friends and neighbors to leave bad reviews as well. Um, I've I've seen a lot since I've been at this company. <laughs> yeah. Dis, disgruntled ex employees can do a lot of damage in a short time. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And that's something as a small business owner that I know some people listening right now, you know, have had some bad 
employees. And if you have not hired somebody yet, you know, um, you know, you'll you'll soon find out that not everybody that you hire is going to be an awesome person. Right. And if you have to let somebody go, um, you know, there's going to be people who are who are going to be vindictive, and they'll leave bad reviews. And I remember when I worked at I've mentioned before when I was younger, uh, I worked at Best Buy. Yeah, I was a young man. Yeah, and I remember um, we had a little company powwow meeting. And they had talked about a re- bad review that was left in the store. Because at that point in time, the big online re- reviews weren't a big thing. But they, there was a review sent to the regional manager about how customer service was so bad, all this stuff. Right. And they ended up figuring out that it was a guy who just got fired because he came in late every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. these are all, like, good points. So I, uh, what I like that Mike was mentioning is that how um, – a service like Shopper Approved, which you, you know, which obviously, um, you know, Mike loves, is uh, they specifically are looking for people who have used your services, who have purchased shirts from you before, who have, who have bought from your business experience to actually leave a review on how that experience was. Yes. So um, yeah, you, you you have to be a verified buyer. So that's it. It's it just makes things much more uh, honest. Mm-hmm. So so tell us how Shopper Approved works and sure. how it solves that problem. Oh, okay, so I, I'm going to do the nutshell version or we'll be on here forever, but um, Shopper Approved, basically we, we have merchant and product reviews, and I can get into the difference between the two at some point, but um, we collect reviews from your cl- customers as they check out on your website. Those reviews um, are then displayed on a certificate that, you know, website um, potential customers can view. They can just be displayed in widgets on your website that scroll the reviews to show potential customers your your reviews, and you get an overall aggregate rating. Um, And then those are syndicated to Google, Bing, Yahoo, and Google Shopping, giving you stars in your ads. So not only are you managing your reputation, you you're going to get a flag if you get a low review, so you can deal with it right away. You're going to you know take care of your reputation, but as an added benefit, you get stars in in your ads, which will increase your click through and traffic to your website. So now that so that leads me to probably about three or four different questions. Yes. Yeah, okay. Ahead. So um, one of them is. Um, how does a company, so many of our customers and, and the folks listening to here, many of them do have some sort of an e-commerce checkout, checkout yeah. but many of them don't. So if you don't have a specific e-commerce style of checkout, how does a company like that leverage the, the power of reviews? Okay, so we have a number of ways of serving our survey. Um, the e-commerce way, if they're checking out on your site, is we have a pop-up initial survey that comes on the thank you or confirmation page. It can be as little as one question. How would you rate your overall experience so far? That same survey can be served, and this probably works in your industry a lot because everything's custom and the deals close on the phone. Um, We have a link to where a salesperson or operator for your company can take the review on the phone 
and then the customer or client will get an email that says, did you leave this review, yes or no? They click yes to confirm it, and that validates the review. Oh, and then, yeah. and then so, the second so. level is our full survey, which comes out via email after the purchase is completed. And that survey has additional questions. It's customizable. You know, that's information for another time. But you can customize that, and it goes out after the purchase. Um, and if you're using product reviews, it includes your product reviews in, in the follow-up full survey, which goes out via email. Okay, so so essentially, if if a customer if they have an e-commerce store, a way that they would integrate reviews is they would they would have your your software on you know on their website, and when a customer checks out, it provides an an option to give an initial review, basically yeah. how was your shopping experience, checking out using the store, and then after they receive their product, they would receive an email saying. Can you please review the product? Right. Yes. And, and yeah. Well. The, okay. So the the initial survey has three questions. How would you rate your overall experience? Are you likely to recommend our site? Are Are you likely to buy from us again? The only one that's required is the overall experience. Then the full survey asks about product services, overall price, delivery time. Those questions are customizable. Um, and that would constitute your merchant or seller review to put stars in your AdWords. Um, if you're using product, the full survey would say, okay, here's the T-shirts you bought. What do you think of them? They rate the product itself, and then as soon as they complete the product review, it goes into the merchant portion of the survey. Okay. So it is integrated into one email. So I, I, I love this, and I assume this is something you're going to be able to experience firsthand on the Coleman & Company website the, the next time you, you check out. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe not the next time if it's today, okay. but we're in integration process right now. Okay. Um, so, and we're actually, um, you know, for the folks listening to this now, depending on when you're listening to this episode, yes. right, um, you're either going to check out and see it today, yes. if today is sometime in the future, Right. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, and we're doing a whole bunch of cool things on the Coleman & Company website to improve it, including reviews and getting better found on Google and so, things like so, that. So, it's all so, a process. So just to make sure that you don't miss this experience and that you yeah. have plenty of exposure to it, you should go to ColemanAndCompany.com and buy something every day. Until it happens. And, until it happens. <laughs> and then maybe three or four times afterwards every day just to make sure to that really you understand it. And uh, I had experienced, um, you know, using this type of service before. And uh, so a couple things come to mind. For one, so if a customer now, if they don't have an e-commerce site, one of the ways they can get reviews is if they have um, a merchant type of a review is they can actually do a survey on the phone with their customers or, or probably, I imagine, maybe even in person, you know, at a store yeah. or in person face-to-face, -face, can we do a review thing, ask right. the people some questions, and then say, hey, you're going to get an email to verify that you, indeed, you did indeed say this stuff to yeah. me. And then they can click that they uh, approve this review, and then that review, review would be available online for other people to see and verify through Shopper approved that it was real. Exactly. You know what and, I, and you know we, what I, we have an in-store as well. 
That's awesome. Oh, okay. An in-store, an in-store one for retail shops. Right. You can just hand somebody a device right there at the cash register, and they can do a review. You know, you know what I, I don't think we've done enough of so far in this podcast is, like, everybody sees reviews. Yeah. Um, and we've told them that it's more important, mo- you know, very important, but we really haven't said why. And I just want to ask <laughs> a question that, that you guys can answer in your heads out there um, is when you have researched anything to buy in the past or recently online, mm-hmm. what is the second thing that you do after you Google your your product name is you look at the results according to the reviews that you get. You know, if you're buying from Amazon, if you are searching, looking into Google Shopping, like scroll when you search for something, what the first thing that I do is I look, oh, how many, what are the reviews? How many five-star reviews do they have? What's their average review? How many reviews do they have? Yeah. You know, I mean, if I've got one review and it's five stars, that doesn't really have an impact on me. If I've got 25 reviews and the average is four and a half stars, I'm going to pay attention to that ad, and I'm going to give that vendor a chance because that because they have that rating. Yeah, and, and Amazon. When I shop on Amazon, I usually do it through the app on my phone. Yeah, and I and the first thing I do is I hit filter, yeah. and then I filter by Amazon Prime only and four stars and above only. Yeah, and and then I don't start shopping until I've done those two things. Yeah, your customers are all doing the same thing out there. I mean. They're, they're all like, they want to know who you've sold to and if you've got a good reputation. And this is how you do it. Yeah. And and then on our website, one of the big things, I think there, there was a moment, we, we've done reviews for years. And we've got, we've got, there's hundreds and hundreds of reviews on our website now. Um, however, we, we weren't taking a sophisticated approach to making sure we were getting as many reviews as we could get. Right. So we were getting probably 10% of the reviews we could have been getting, potentially, because we were using just simple systems um, and not attempt, not trying to um, be too overwhelming to our customers yeah. and mixing marketing emails with information, newsletter-style emails with review emails. It was a lot to manage. But I had a customer come online, and they had just asked, they're like, where are the reviews on this product? Yeah. And um, and I was like, where are the reviews on this product? Because I know we have a hundred customers that love this product. <laughs> right. And I'm like, right. where are the reviews? And that was like this, you know, you have these moments in life, you know, um, where whatever it might be, you know, your doctor tells you, you know, something, and all of a sudden you you quit smoking, um, or you go to put on those pants, and all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, I got to lose weight starting today, you know. And that was a moment for me where I was like, we need to make reviews better now and lose weight and lose and, and yeah. lose pounds. That's, that's very, that's very important. Yeah, I, I went out yesterday and collected up some numbers from uh, studies. So I have a bunch of interesting numbers for you guys. Yeah. Um, but what you were saying, uh, more than 50%, 57% rather of online shoppers will specifically seek out websites that have product reviews. Yeah. And 70% of those mobile shoppers reported being more likely to purchase a product if the site has reviews. That, those are pretty big numbers. You know, people look for this now. They expect it. And if you're the guy who doesn't have reviews and you got 10 competitors and they do, you're losing a huge chunk of, of uh, business. 
Yeah. Basically, more, more than half of the people who could potentially buy from you may turn around, and this is just straight up message to, to our customers right here. You, you go online and you go to our Facebook group and you email us and you call us on the phone and you ask all the time, what are some ways I could beat the competition? Yeah, have you, yeah, we get that all the time. Um, Mike and I were just talking yesterday. I was looking at some podcast stats. You versus the competition. One of our episodes um, is our most listened to yeah. episode. People are consistently talking about how do I best my competition? How do I deal with them when they're beating, trying to beat me on price? How do I deal with them when they have a different selection, different yeah. turn times, whatever it might be? And one of the ways that you're, you could be losing business and you realistically are based on just simple statistics yeah. is that your competition down the road might have easily searchable and found reviews from their customers saying that they had a good experience. I, I, I think that's a great, great point that you just made that one of the fundamental things you should do in addition to everything else that we talked about in that podcast yeah, um, is one of the fundamental things that you, you should do um, are to gather these reviews, however you do it, um, are to gather these reviews. And I, I guarantee that if you look at your local competition, you'll be the only one doing it. So you will win because you're going to get reviews one way or the other. Yeah. You know, so be, um, be ahead of the game. Actively take yeah, care of it. If you're the first one in a particular space um, in your area or your search, the numbers are staggering. I, uh, I mean, if I, if, I, if I go and search a product, and I see this every day, it's not so, some verticals have everybody's got merchant reviews and nobody's got product reviews. Some verticals, they all have both. But if, if you happen to be in a vertical or a space where your competitors aren't collecting reviews and you're the first one, it can be a life-changing thing. The, the amount of additional business you'll get being the first one with the stars. Yeah. I, I can just, I can imagine um, if, the, if you're an, an embroidery shop, and even if you're just a single head small embroidery shop, and you've, you've taken the power of leveraging reviews, meaning that you are asking people to review you on Google. You're asking them to Facebook yeah. review you. You are using um, maybe software like like Shopper Approved where um, you're, you're automating your review and verifying them and all these things. Imagine if you're a local small embroidery shop or a t-shirt shop, you have a DTG printer or whatever it is, and somebody Google searches, you know, your city, Embroidery, embroidery shop or yeah. t-shirt store, custom t-shirts in Dallas, Texas, or whatever it is, and your company comes up and there's 34 reviews, average 4.5 stars, Yes, and nobody else has anything. Right. What impact is that going to have on the amount of people that pick up the phone and call you? Yeah, it's, I just, I just, it's I just wanna, let, let me ask you, Mike, um, what, um, you guys push your reviews to Google, correct? Yes. Okay. So I just Googled, and I encourage you to do this um, in your area. I just Googled Tampa custom T-shirts. We are in beautiful and sunny Tampa, Florida. And, you know, I'm looking at the first, the three listings. You know, um, there are a lot more, but these are the three that come up with reviews in Google Play, what used to be Google Places. 
There's one company that's got four or five star reviews. The next company has 46 reviews and an average of 4.6 stars. And there's 53 five star reviews there. Now, which one of those companies are you? And which one do you think I'm going to click on next? You're going to click on the 4.6. Yeah, I am because... Um, I'm actually going to click on the five-star because they've got 53 reviews. Right. Well, it's, it's, it's interesting. The most effective rating is a 4.5 to a 4.8. Because people believe it's true. Because people believe it's true, and they see enough reviews to validate it. It's a good rating, but it's not perfect. Right. Okay. I like that. It's, it's, there's actually a study. You can search it online. I was reading it yesterday. Uh, again, I've read it a number of times. Yeah. But the, your strongest number to have is a 4.7-something. Now, I have, I have a question relating to this now um, because, um, you know, we've mentioned that reviews are really important. Yeah. And we said ways you can get, you know, people will review on Facebook. Yeah. That's obvious. Um, and that's something that everyone listening should just start doing right now. You don't have to talk with anybody or set anything up or worry about anything. If you've got a Facebook page and you have customers that like you, ask them to just do it. Yeah. It's very simple to do. Facebook makes it easy to find. Um, same thing you could do on well, that, Google. That's, yeah. that's great in, in, your, in custom apparel. Yeah. I just want to throw this out there. Sure. I have a client. His um, His demographic is... 13 to 19 year old kids and he he considered us a, a, a godsend for him because on his Facebook fan page these kids were leaving random like people that weren't even his customers just leaving these ridiculous jokey oh, reviews yeah. and he, he couldn't manage his Facebook reviews at all because there's no management tools right so so he, when he came to Shopper Approved, we have a syndication where you can syndicate your five-star reviews directly to Facebook. But you've already managed your reviews. You've already gotten them. They're already from verified buyers, and nobody on Facebook can just click on it and leave you these random reviews. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's really cool, especially the, the ability to, um, to further share that these are verified. You know, reviews, yeah, and, you know. and people trust third-party review companies. Yeah. You know, Shopper approved. I'm not going to say we're a household name, but on the internet, people recognize us. Um, if you're if you have a review solution that's built into your platform that collects reviews just for display on your site, keep in mind that a lot of customers or potential customers don't trust those review collection processes because you have the opportunity to just erase any bad ones. Yeah. So with third-party Google partners, they look at those as trusted, verified, straight-up real reviews. Yeah, that's great. So and then um, the next question that I had, in, and this was back to the few that I had in a way, was in, in so in your experience, what is, what's the best way to handle a bad review because what's going to happen is the scary part about putting reviews on your website, which people say is, well, not, now, not everyone's going to give me a good review, and now I have bad reviews. And are those bad reviews worse for me than not having any at all? Um, so the question is, how do you handle a bad review, especially when you legitimately made a mistake? 
we we have a number of options in our system. The the most obvious one is if you um, click on contact the customer, that will um, suspend the review so it doesn't show up for 30 days to give you time to make the customer happy. And most business owners know that if you get a ticked off customer, you know, the UPS truck ran over the box, whatever it is, you can make them happy. You know, there's something you can do to bring that customer around and then they get a chance to re-rate and update their review. Um, there's other options. Um, I don't want to get into all of them, but but we do have a, a number of ways to manage a low review. You do have the chance to, you know, get a reprieve from it. Um, and then, you know, if you're a good company and you get an occasional low review, embrace it. Embrace your low reviews. It makes it, makes it real. So if I go on a website and they've got 500 you know, four point whatever star reviews and a two star and a one star. It's like they did pretty good, man. They got 498 happy customers and two guys that they screwed up on. Okay. That's, you know, but it makes it real for me. Right. Most, a lot of people, especially millennials, go out and actually seek the low reviews. So they'll change the order of sort and whatnot so they can read the low reviews and see how the, the business handled the low reviews before doing business with them. Okay. And, and I'll tell you, that's 100% true for me, um, especially in my Amazon experience, when I, how I mentioned before. Yeah. Um, I, I look at the overall reviews, and I see, okay, it's got to be in the fours. You know? um, then I want to see what the ones were. And right. I do this with restaurants, too. And I was actually just talking um, with a friend of mine, and we were talking about restaurants and how I look at it. And I say, I don't mind if a restaurant has some one-star reviews if it's because of a bad situation. So well, what was it? It was, I see they posted the review on a Friday night, and they said the service was slow. Right. Okay, well, they were really busy on a Friday night. Yeah. And and they were maybe understaffed. That's actually a good thing. Okay. And now uh, you know. Um. And I think also when I look for bad reviews are well, what was the cause of the bad review? What did they receive their product late, and the and the customer was upset? That's different. That's a different scenario than the product being faulty. Yeah. Uh, was the product faulty, and the customer gave a bad review, but then there was a response from the seller saying, "We're so sorry, you got a bad one. We're sending you a new replacement one right away." And that that that's a great point. I mean, one of our uh, one of our companies just got a a poor review, um, and when you read it, it was a long review. It says, "Oh, the salesperson was great. I really love the product. You guys were all wonderful, and you know, uh, we love dealing with you." But I have to wait three weeks for my machine. So I gave you a two star review. Yeah, you know. So the response. That's what I mean. Yeah, those, the those are perfect. You yeah. want to keep that in your. You want to keep that review no matter what, because when somebody looks and they find that two star and they go, "This isn't a bad review." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's a good point. And our our response, by the way, was you know well, you know uh, we sold out. You know these things are very popular. We're sorry for you know the the delay in delivery. We'll get it to you as soon as we can. You know more and more people like you are buying this. So uh, we're 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 working on keeping up, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, just a little sidebar thing as far as product reviews. Yeah. If you once you're collecting product reviews, it it helps you to weed out a bad product. 
Absolutely. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah that's a good way right? about it. Because if you start getting a bunch of two and three star reviews on a particular product, you're going to stop carrying it. That's true. And I find that interesting in the apparel world because um, the the one thing that's a mistake to say, and especially in the apparel world, is, um, well, nobody's complained about it before. Yeah. <laughs> So um, just because somebody d doesn't complain about it doesn't mean that they're satisfied. Yeah. And if there's not an easy way for them to 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 review it, then they're not going to do, then they're not going to do it. So you mentioned before, if somebody is over the top happy, like and and they are just a a giving person, they will seek out and give you the review no matter what. Um, that's not going to be very common. If somebody is really, really upset, really, really bothered by you, they will go out and seek to negative review you. But that's not going to be like crazy. Five um, sites. Well. Um, if you get the, somebody angry enough, they're going to go leave you reviews on five different sites. Yeah, yeah. and they'll do it in five places, exactly. Um, however, the folks that are like that didn't really love the T-shirt quality you gave them, maybe just they didn't like the brand yeah. or it shrunk, um, and they didn't love it, they didn't really hate it, um, and they had no way to really easily tell you, they're just, you're consistently selling people maybe that one brand of garment that you think is great and you get to save a quarter on it every time yeah, you buy yeah, yeah. and and nobody's ever complained about it. But they're um, not coming back for repeat orders. But they're not coming back for repeat orders and they weren't really that happy. And uh, a friend of mine who was doing custom direct-to-garment printed shirts, this was probably four or five years ago. Um, that's essentially what happened to him. He had a customer who um, emailed him and said, you know, I really loved your design. The shirt was great the first time I wore it. The second time I wore it, though, it shrunk, and I really wasn't too happy. Uh, so so he had kind of responded. He's like, nobody's ever told me that before, et cetera, et cetera. And he said, he's like, so he went and he took this new shirt that he'd been selling now for about three or four months. Yeah. Um, and he made a few for himself because obviously he didn't make up need to make a lot of new shirts for himself. He right. had a ton of t-shirts already by then. Yeah. Um, so he made a few. He washed them, and he saw that they shrunk. And then he went and he looked back. He had a, a reasonably busy store. He was selling maybe 250 shirts a month okay. through this e-commerce store. So he was doing pretty good for a one-guy little shop outside of his custom work. This was just e-commerce only. Yeah. And he went back and looked at his reviews over the past few months, and he and not his reviews, his orders. And typically what he was doing was he was getting a customer that would buy about once to twice a month. As soon as he switched shirts, he noticed all of those new customers, he had a significantly less amount of repeats. Mm, wow. and, and he said, but nobody complained until he got this one email. Yeah. And it kind of just compiles to this, where if he would have had a good review option, back then where it would have been where a customer a would have gotten it a push where a customer would have gotten an email that said hey tell me about this please he could have maybe nipped that in the butt earlier and he was lucky that he just had somebody who happened to email him and he decided to take some action um, a little bit about what we've been talking about here is embrace those bad reviews like Jay Bear's book hug yeah. your haters yeah you know, take a look at those reviews that are negative and see if it means you need to make a product change yeah it's gonna make your business better well, you're going to be getting constant feedback about your business, your products, your people, all of it.
and you're gonna know, and you know exactly where you need help. Yeah. As soon as you start collecting reviews, you're gonna know exactly what you need to focus on to make your business better. So, so you've mentioned a little bit, and if you could speak briefly about it, what is the difference between merchant and product reviews? Okay, so merchant reviews, they're reviewing the company, the business, the website, the seller. Um, those reviews syndicate to Google, Bing, Yahoo, and they show up in Google Shopping as well. So that's where the stars go. Um, you would place widgets on your home page and on your checkout page that speak to your reputation as a seller. Um, product reviews are reviewing your individual products, and those syndicate to Google Shopping product listing ads. So, you know, when you search something in Google and you get the little five box or six or eight box of ads, yeah, that's, that's where product reviews show up. And um, Google says you can expect a 15% increase in click-through from those ads by having those stars. But if you're the first one in your space, it's way higher. Okay. Um, and those stars also show up in Google Shopping. And if you place product review widgets on your individual product pages, so if I'm looking for, you know, this particular T-shirt and I go to that product page and there's a widget that just blank reviews, Google will also crawl those pages and you'll get stars in the organic search on those pages. Okay. Yeah, nice. so if you are selling um, custom T-shirts online and you're trying to boost your sales a bit, you're trying to figure out what can I do differently to sell more shirts um, I feel that this is a good idea. My customers tell me the shirt's funny or it's yeah. a good shirt or, yeah. or it looks cool, whatever it is. Um, what can you do to boost your sales? We're, it's proven through studies, not just done by Shopper Proof, but by Google and plenty of, plenty of other places out there that if a customer gets on that page and they take a look at the shirt and they say, oh, this like, you know, this cheer, you know, spangle bling shirt yeah. design is really cool. Um, and if there are a handful of reviews underneath it that said the Spangles didn't or rhinestones didn't wash off, yeah. and because that's what people are going to ask, you know, yeah. um, is the it didn't shrink, it felt good, the sizing was accurate, yeah, um, or that you had a question about sizing and you emailed customer service uh, on the website and they answered it and you got the right size shirt and everything was great. If you're seeing those positive reviews, that's going to be a way for you to convert more customers. Yeah. Because there are people who go to your site and they are unsure if they want to buy the apparel online. Even though people are buying more and more apparel online, there's still a little bit of a discomfort level on not knowing, I can't feel the shirt, I can't see it, right. I can't try it on. This is going to give you the opportunity to say, hey, here's 10, 20, whatever amount of people who have bought this shirt, who liked it, you're going to like it too. Yeah, and I mean that just doesn't apply to um, e-commerce. Like like I mentioned with the search, I mean I'm only looking at those first few results that have believable reviews. Yeah. So yeah, the, um, um, yeah, the average customer, or wait, it's ninety percent of consumers read less than ten reviews before uh, forming an opinion about a business. Okay. But seventy-eight percent of everybody, seventy-eight percent of every single purchase that takes place on the internet 
is preceded by someone looking at either a merchant or a product review or both. Seventy-eight percent. Yeah, yeah, it's real. It's really interesting. And I thought of another thing specifically for our customers that if I am, if I work for, say, I work for Coleman and Company. You work potentially, for yeah, just potentially. And I had to order. I was in charge of ordering shirts for the for the entire business. A few shirts for everybody for an event that was going to be coming up. Yeah. So here I, I need to order, you know, whatever hundred amount of shirts, mm-hmm. and I'm putting it on the company credit card. The owner of the company is going to have one. My boss is going to have one. You know, yeah. my coworkers are going to have them. Um, and I, now I need to find an apparel company to order them from. There is. I need to make sure that. They You're look not gonna mess it up. up. Yeah. I don't want to mess it up. You know, I want to. I'm using company money. The owner is gonna have it. If the shirts don't look good, if the logos are sloppy or it's crooked or the color is bad or, or they're uncomfortable, it's gonna make me look bad. Yeah. So naturally, part of that decision making process, I'm gonna look when I'm looking around, is I want to see were other people like me satisfied. Yeah. And if you're a custom t-shirt provider and you've got there and you and you've got reviews that that say, you know, things like, you know, I'm a buyer for this organization, I'm a general manager, if I'm a sales manager, whatever it is, um, I own a dance studio and I decided to use this company and yeah. our, and the t-shirts that they wore for the end of the recital looked amazing on yeah, stage. Yeah. Here's a picture of the kids. You know, these are all things you can do with reviews. Um, what is going to happen with that owner, the, the next owner of a dance studio or the next sales manager that has to order T-shirts or, or a buyer for a company needs to order polos for the, for the sales crew, whatever it might be, what's going to happen when they go online, they find your company and they find people similar to them giving you four or five-star reviews that your embroidery looked amazing, you had great quality T-shirts, the hats looked great, you delivered yeah. them on time. They're going to feel good and comfortable that they can make a decision to go with you because other people have. They, they can see the proof online. And you're going to get business out of that. This yeah. is one of those situations with just like every podcast. We, we talk about this, Mark, all the time. Is yeah. that we give you little things to do. And you're gonna, you will get, you're guaranteed you're going to get a customer within a reasonable amount of time because of the change you made. Yeah. Whether it's sales or marketing or yep. reviews or whatever it is. Yep. You are going to get another customer this year, this summer. Yeah. You're going to get another customer this summer because of reviews if you start doing them now. Yes. I agree. Unless you're um, listening to this in December and then it's going to be before. It'll, the it'll, be, it'll be faster than that, I promise. I promise. If, so, um, um, yeah, if you're using our widgets and trust seals on your site, your conversions... I don't want to promise numbers that are crazy, but I have heard 42, 65% increase in conversions on your website. Yeah. You know, let's say it's only 5%. It's, that's a chunk of money for most people. Yeah. Just let's, by displaying reviews on your site. So, so, so Mike, let's, let's get down to the nitty-gritty a little bit. Okay. Because I know a lot of our, um, a lot of our customers are small businesses. Maybe they're working from their house, you know, things like that. And their marketing budget is basically whatever they have left over in their pockets at the end of the day. You know, they're not really been thinking there. about that. How, how big been they have they done that? I was self-employed for three decades, so I get it. You know what that was So tell me, like, what, I mean, are, are we talking, like, is this going to cost me $10,000 to set up? No, we're, 
We're the only, okay, so Google requires that you have 150 written reviews before your stars will show up in your ads. So for a small business, that can be a little bit of a hill to climb. But, um, you know, so we recommend the emailing your past customers, whatever, to get to that 150. But then you need to keep 150 over a 12-month rolling period. We're, we're pretty much the only review company that can service smaller businesses because we are, our reviews complete at a much, much higher rate than our competitors. So, so, so you're saying that you get more have, reviews from the same number of people? Yes, a lot okay. more. Okay. And, and I'm, you know, anybody that wants to see this can contact me and we'll do a demo and I'll show them why. But, um, I mean, up to 40% in some cases. So okay. I, most of my competitors convert at 2 to 3%. Okay. So if you, if you hit up 100 of your customers, you're going to get two or three reviews with most of my competitors. You're going to get 25 to 40 with me, with our company. And we have really, really uh, affordable small business packages, but we'll work with you and look at your situation, customize a plan that works for your business, your website, and, you know, help you set it up. We don't install it for you, but we have a great support staff and we have, um, you know, all kinds of video documentation and stuff to help people walk, walk them through getting it all set up. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's, if you're doing 50 orders or more per month, I can help you. The honest truth is if you're doing less than 50 orders a month, unless you have a huge database of past customers, you may not hit that 150 mark to get stars in Google, although it's still worthwhile to have it just for the widgets and seals on your site. And another thought is, because um, you had mentioned about the in-person, you know, in-store, and um and over-the-phone reviews. So I, I gather that if a customer is particularly small, um, that and that if they can actively pursue reviews by directly asking people in person and on the phone to help get to that 150 number. Yeah, so for certain businesses, that works fantastic. Um, and you're going to get 90 to 100% conversion on those because who's going to say no to a couple questions to somebody that just helped them out, you know what I mean? So those do convert much, much higher. But as a small business, you've got to make sure your salespeople or, or whoever's dealing with the customers are diligent about getting them. Yeah. Well, I think you know, that you know, and a, I was just going to say, I, just, I think that's I, something our customers can really do. Um, well, because um, many of our customers, either themselves, the owner, or, or somebody you know really close with the owner is yeah. delivering the product, yeah. is taking the order, is collecting the check, taking the credit card. So if you're a small business owner and maybe you're just doing, maybe you're doing fifty or less a month, but you're directly interacting with forty-five out of those fifty people. Yeah. If you can convert at 90 percent, you're saying that you can be getting thirty plus reviews a month. By interacting direct and just asking, could you please review me? Yeah. After your orders, um, that's a lot. Yeah. And and if you and and in addition to that, even if you're doing less than that, 
you know, if you're interacting with people directly and you're building good rapport, all you need to do is get them to put that online somehow. Right. You know, yeah, do it. True. Do it. It'll that's help true. you. So, um, Mike, how much would it cost a, uh, you know, give, give me an idea of what an entry-level small business plan would cost. Um, okay, so I, I can I can throw this out there, but I don't want your listeners to all think that this is the rate they're going to get because it's based on the business and it's customized based on how many reviews you collect and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, right now, like right now in. On June 6, 2017, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's as little as uh, 800 a year for merchant reviews. Okay. Okay. So, so, okay. I, so I we're just talking have to throw that out there because – go ahead. Let, I mean, we're talking about less than 100 bucks a month. Um, yes. Okay. And that can vary based on how busy your business is, yeah. what type of reviews and interactivity you want to have. So if you want to have individual product reviews and have um, and have shopper approved email all of your customers after they buy online, yeah. that that's going to be different pricing. Yeah. Um, there's options. Well, okay. For that. So we have merchant reviews, product reviews, and local reviews. Okay. If anybody wants okay. to see a demo and see the difference have them contact me. Each yeah. one is a separate service, and each one is as little as around 100 a month. Yeah, and, and I mean, like, think about the numbers that we've been talking about and the percentages, increase in sales, and repeat business that we've been talking about throughout the podcast. And really evaluate this for, for your business. I mean, Coldesi uses a review system. Coleman & Company uses a review system, and we do that because, you know, it's – good for our business in a lot of different ways. Yeah. So um, I encourage... So the return on investment is, is amazing. We don't have contracts, and yeah. we still have a 94% retention rate. Yeah, see? So, so like, let's say if you're making 10 bucks a shirt, so what? how many shirts do you have to sell to, to get good professional quality reviews and be that that company in your vertical market or in your geographic area that has that shows up on Google like that. Yeah. You know, that has that that power of positive reviews behind it. You know, ten shirts, twenty shirts a month, one order. Yeah. You if know, you, if you're doing custom orders and you're out and even if you're really small, if your average order size is just a few hundred bucks. Yeah. You know, I mean this and and the the number I'm just doing numbers on small because if it, if, when it works this small, imagine it when you scale it up to big. Yeah, yeah. But if your average order is a few hundred bucks a month, and your and your margin, you know, you're making fifty percent on yeah. that. Um, if you get, if you're gaining, you know, five percent more orders. Yeah. Meaning, if you're doing twenty orders a month, and you're getting, you know, and you're getting just a, a couple more customers, you're yeah. paying for it really fast, and then it's aggregately growing. Yeah. You're getting more and more reviews. You're getting more people that are looking at you. When they're looking at you online, there's a higher percentage chance of them clicking your ad. Yep. If you're advertising, there's a higher percent chance of them clicking and buying on your website. There's a higher percent chance of them picking up the phone and calling you. Uh, you also are getting the opportunity to learn about products and services you're offering that are yeah. not good. Yeah. And, and frankly, if you start doing reviews and you are getting threes all the time, then you've learned a big lesson about yeah, yourself. You need to fix you? something. <laughs> yeah. 
So, and I don't want to, and uh, we're going to give, I'm going to ask Mike to give his contact information at the end here. Yeah. But um, I just want to say, like, we were talking a lot about, um, you know, small companies doing small small business, which a lot of you guys are. But, I mean, we've got some mid-sized and big companies and fast-growing companies, and you guys need to be doing this. Yeah. There, there's, it's not, there's not a big question about it. It's not that expensive, and it's something that your customers are looking for, and you should be looking for, too. Cold Essie does it. Um, Coleman and Company does it. Um, you can't go to a real online reseller that doesn't do it. Um, you should you should check. Yeah, your competition is doing yeah, it. Yeah, and and that. I'll tell you the the next person who is who is in getting ready to start a business like yours. You know, yeah. if you're a big business online, which there's some of you that listen to this that are that are great online resellers and and retailers online. And you're not doing this. The next person who's going after your business, which you know, I mean, you know online, someone's going after your business every day. Yes. Somebody is going to come up and start doing this. You need to get a head start on this. Uh, as as Mark mentioned, the co if you're a larger business, the cost is not that much. The, the ROI is huge. Even if you're talking low numbers, you know, 5% return, things like that, it still far outweighs uh, plus, you are going to learn a lot about your business, what you're doing, what products sell good, what products people love, and you can replicate those. Yeah. You find a shirt or a brand or a style that people are leaving five stars on all the time, you know you've got a winning product there. So you're going to be able to get data more than just sales data, but actually customer experience data. There's a ton of stuff. So the, the big guys, you have to do it. And the smaller guys, you need to you should. Uh, you should do something, but you got to evaluate which is the right choice for you. Hey, uh, Mike from Shopper Approved, would you let our customers know how they can get in touch with you? Uh, it's real simple. Uh, my email is mike at shopperapproved.com. My direct phone number is 407-636-7285. And if um, you definitely want to schedule a demo, you've heard enough, you think it's worth looking at, you can go to my calendar page, which is Michael Herz, H-E-R-Z, dot youcanbook, dot me. Okay, cool. I, I love all that. And uh, thank you very much, Mike, for being here. Um, I, I want to just uh, mention something uh, off topic before we sign off. And that's, uh, we had a bunch of folks on the Custom Apparel Startups group uh, mention that they listen to all of our podcasts. Okay. So um, I just want to especially say thank you to the people that have taken the time to listen to what is now 54 hours worth, roughly, of, um, of effort that Mark Thiel and I put into making sure that you guys um, are successful and stay in business and grow your business and achieve your your entrepreneurial dreams. So thanks for uh, coming along with the on the ride with us. Yeah, I, I'm really glad that you brought that up yeah. because it's it's it was initially what we set out on yeah. to do with this. Um, and I had mentioned this to Mike yesterday because we were talking about you know when when the podcast was birthed. Yeah, were, you know Mark and I were sitting and and just having a, a marketing meeting and we were talking about how. We need to deliver more 
content and good information to our customers, the things yeah. that can really help them grow. Yeah. And learning about reviews is an important thing. Yeah. Uh, learning about you know marketing and sales and the new equipment that's pricing coming out, pricing. And, you know how to deal with competition. These are all really important things. We appreciate you listening. Um, some you know if you like the content, you know please share it. Yeah. With others, uh, even if fo folks that aren't necessarily in in the industry, but small business owners. And if you want to hear or learn about something that we haven't talked about yet, definitely contact us. Reach out reach out to us on Facebook. Yeah. Email us through the um, caspodcast.com. Uh, yeah. Let us know what you want to hear about, what we should talk about. Yeah, I, I like that too. Okay. Uh, thanks very much once again, Mike from Shopper Approved. You can probably hit the rewind button about four times and get all of his contact information. I highly encourage you to do that. We will put them in the, in the description of the podcast as well, um, so, uh, so you can contact them that way. Um, this has been Mark Stevenson from Coldesi. And Mark Vila from Coleman & Company. Yeah, I hope you guys have a great business.